0: If you're very kind, you can read my favourite short story to me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, The Star. Yes. Yeah. Quite my favourite. You're going to read it on Monday night? By any I, hadn't, I hadn't thought of doing so. Ah, uh, well. Uh, I'd, I'd, <laughs> perhaps because so many people like it, I <laughs> have gone off it rather. Oh, that's mean. Yeah, but. Uh, Read it very quickly. Read it very quickly. Mm. Then it's only a short story, isn't it? Mm. Very, very. A star had fallen. The star. A star had fallen beyond the horizon in Canada, perhaps. He had an aunt. He had an aunt in Canada. The second was nearer, just beyond the ironworks, so he was not surprised when the third fell into the backyard. A flash of gold light lit the walls of the enclosing tenements, and he heard a low musical chord. The light turned deep red and went out, and he knew that somewhere below, a star was cooling in the night air. Turning from the window, he saw that no one else had noticed. At the table, his father, thoughtfully frowning, filled in a football coupon. His mother continued ironing under the pulley with his row of underwear. He said in a small voice, I'm going out. His mother said, see you no long then. He slipped through the lobby and onto the stairhead, banging the door after him. The stairs were cold and coldly lit at each landing by a weak electric bulb. He hurried down three flights to the back silent yard and began hunting backward and forward, combing with his fingers the lank grass round the base of the clothes bowl. He found it in the midden on a decayed cabbage leaf. It was smooth and round, the size of a glass marble, and it shone with a light which made it seem to rest on a precious bit of green and yellow velvet. He picked it up. It was warm and filled his cupped palm with a ruby glow. He put it in his pocket and went back upstairs. That night in bed he had a closer loop. Sorry. Sorry. That night in bed, he had a closer look. He slept with his brother, who was not easily awakened. Wriggling carefully far down under the sheets, he opened his palm and gazed. The stars shone white and blue, making the space around him like a cave in an iceberg. He brought it close to his eye. In its depth was the pattern of a snowflake, the grandest thing he had ever seen. He looked through the flake's crystal lattice into an ocean of glittering blue-black waves under a sky full of huge galaxies. He heard a remote lulling sound, like the sound in a seashell, and fell asleep with the star safely clutched in his hand. He enjoyed it for nearly two weeks, gazing at it each night below the sheets, sometimes seeing the snowflake, sometimes a flower, a jewel, a moon or the landscape. At first he kept it hidden during the day, but soon took to carrying it about with him. The smooth, rounded, gentle warmth in his pocket gave him comfort when he felt insulted and neglected. At school one afternoon he decided to take a quick look. He was at the back of the classroom in a desk by himself. The teacher was among the boys at the front row, and all heads were bowed over books. Quickly he brought out the star and looked. "'contained an aloof eye with a cool green pupil, "'which dimmed and trembled as if seen through water. "'What have you there, Cameron?' "'He shuddered and shut his hand. "'Marbles are for the playground, not the classroom. "'You'd better give it to me.' "'Can he, sir?' "'I don't tolerate disobedience, Cameron. "'Give me that thing.' "'The boy saw the teacher's face above him, "'the mouth opening and shutting under a clipped moustache. Suddenly he knew what to do, and put the star in his mouth and swallowed. As the warmth sank toward his heart, he felt relaxed and at ease. The teacher's face moved into the distance. Teacher, classroom, world receded like a rocket into warm, easy blackness, leaving behind a trail of gorgeous stars, and he was one of them. That's, well, well, it's my favourite, one of my favourite pictures, illustrations. Yes, it's a drawing of Andrew, when, <laughs> when he was a wee boy. <laughs> yes, well, it looks like Aunt Annie's, that one, right at the front. The one looks like Aunt Annie's kitchen. You know, the one by the window, mm. by the sink. Where is it? I, I actually missed it in the kitchen sink and all and... There it is. In Alan Fletcher's mm. tenement, yes. Oh, uh, that's a shame. I always thought it was Aunt Annie's. It, uh, it looks very it, like Aunt Annie's. Uh, it's very like most kitchen sinks. <laughs> yeah. uh, as, as, as they as, were as, in those days. Just like a kitchen sink. Mm. As they were then. As they were then, yes, you're right. No, the, the tenements outside are based on the ones that we saw from our kitchen window. Oh, well, there you go. Though the... Uh, the iron works is based on the iron works mm-hmm. no longer existent